Awesome. Thank you. Uh, thank you again so much for doing this. This is so cool. No worries, man. Yeah. And then, so this is my friend, Jonah. He's on here too. We kind of just do the show together. How's it going? Hey. So um, basically we're just going to, I just want to ask you a bunch of questions because I was super duper like impressed with your first performance in the uh, UFC. I, so basically I just wanted to ask, so like, um, how did you get into MMA and um, what did like, um, like, why did you pick it as a career or yeah. I, to tell you the truth, I just, um, so I started off uh, wrestling in high school, mm-hmm. wrestling in high school and then a buddy of mine, and then I was going to go to, to a college, but it didn't work out. So I ended up going to a community college in my hometown called Yakima. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was actually was offered to go to Stanford university. Oh, no way. Yeah. But I turned wow. it down. Yeah, I turned it down because my dad passed away at the same oh time. When I, I wanted to stay home close to my mom. Uh-huh. So I went to the local community college and they, they're like, hey, bro, rest for us. We'll give you a full scholarship and we'll pay you. I'm like, done. Holy I get to stay moly. home. Yeah, I get to stay home, wrestle at this college. And when I was wrestling at this college, um, a buddy of mine, like, hey, man, can you help me with my wrestling for, for an MMA fight? And I'm like, what's this MMA thing? You know? Yeah, I boxed, I boxed when I was younger, but it wasn't nothing crazy. Just like some little gyms here and there, but never had a fight. So I was with this wrestling, and one day, he's like, hey, man, uh, do you want to come corner me? It's at this, as an amateur fight, as an amateur. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, sure, I'll come corner you. So I, we go over there. He's cutting weight, makes weight. The day of the fight, uh, the co-main of the, he was the main event. The co-main event dropped out, didn't show up. So they asked me, like, hey, you want to fight? And I'm like, jokingly, I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll fight somebody. Thinking, like, there's no way you're going to make me fight the day of the fight. Yeah. <laughs> Literally an hour before I was going to I was, I was gonna be in the fight. And they're like, yeah, here's your mouthpiece. Here's a cup. Go ahead. And I'm like, That's right. so crazy. That's yeah, so, so cool. That's insane. Yeah, I was um, – I think I was watching an interview that like uh, the schmo did or whatever. And he was talking about how like Mark Goddard uh, did, like got into refereeing and it's like a super similar story. Like the referee couldn't show up one day and he just went in there and like the rest is history. That's insane. So I went in there and I won the fight with a seven second knockout. Went in there, took oh. a left, dropped him. And it was like, Oh, all right, I'm kind of good at this. Yeah. So then I training, I kept training and then I joined this gym called Yakima MMA. Mm-hmm. There's where I met uh, Brian Brian Caraway and Misha Tate. Oh wow! You know Misha. Yeah. So Misha Tate, the former world champion, and then Brian Caraway was, at the time, her boyfriend and one of the coaches at the at the gym. So I just became friends with them, and I was helping Misha throughout her whole whole career, you know, being a training partner or stuff like that, and then learning from Brian. Well, he's getting ready for his fights. Yeah. And then after I went to college and graduated, um, they told me, okay, man, want to come to Vegas? And I'm like, sure. Fucking after I ran graduate, came over here, live with them for a little bit. And then slowly just took a fight for, took a fight for Bellator and then started fighting for Combate. Yeah. Where you became the champ. It winning. Lost my first time. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it was my third time for the final for the world title when that I won it. Wow, it was- that's awesome! So, yeah, you've you fought for a bunch of different promotions then. Yeah, yeah. So that actually, so I actually have a question. So, well, I, I want to ask one thing. So, when you're 
because like mixed martial arts is crazy. You have to know like everything. You have to be so well-rounded. And like, how do you divvy up your time? Like wrestling, since you have a wrestling background and boxing, well, like how do you prioritize everything? You know what I mean? Check, check out this. Check this out. My schedule on Monday. So tomorrow, 9 a.m. I have drilling with the team. We drill from like 9 to 10, kind of kickboxing, boxing drills. At, at 11, I have strength conditioning. At one o'clock, I have PT. Two o'clock, I have uh, uh, private with my boxing coach. Three thirty, I have pro practice, and then I think like seven o'clock we do jujitsu. That's Dang. a Monday. Yeah, that's, that's a, insane. That's, that's a so busy. And then on Tuesday we spar. We, we drill in the morning. We spar Wednesday. We drill strength conditioning private with boxing and then we go wrestle Friday I take uh, Thursday I take off then Friday a drilling boxing and then strength conditioning holy moly so like yeah what? yeah I was Every- gonna say I'm kind of like new to the UFC thing right now but are you training for a fight at the moment or is this kind of just what you do to stay in shape this is what I do to stay in shape but it's, uh, the closer we get to a fight the more specific we're gonna get stuff down so right how do you now we're just learning and just getting better yeah but closer you get to a fight you like oh this guy's uh good at striking we gotta worry about you know get this but we also gotta we want to focus on what i'm good at yeah so regardless of who i fight i'm gonna it's gonna be my game plan not being defensive yeah absolutely um, how do you keep like, so that's such a busy schedule. Like, how do you keep from getting burnt out? You know what I mean? Or do you ever just think about like, how, like, why, like, why am I doing this to myself? You know, is there, I don't know. Like, that just seems like a lot. Absolutely love every moment of the day. Yeah. You have- I wake up, uh, my usually schedule, I wake up around six, six o'clock, six 30. Mm-hmm. Coffee. I'll kind of just relax. I'll hang out with my dog, drink some coffee and around like, 8.30, I start heading to the gym, but I'll just, you know, enjoy my mornings, drink coffee, just kind of just, it was, it was a crazy life that we're living in right now. Mm-hmm. I get to go go do something that I love every day. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how do you get burned out with that? Like, no, that, that's true. You're like, I'm, ha- I'm like, you've seen most of my fights, like, I'm always smiling. I just, I no, love yeah, what yeah. I love what I'm doing, and like, I wouldn't, I'm very grateful and being in a, such a good position right now. That I'm not stressing over anything and just going out and learning how to get better. That's I love awesome. compete. I love the, the the teammates and friends I've made throughout the throughout all this, and I just I'm very grateful for you know being where I'm at and mm-hmm. just the friends I've made and yeah. I'm still making. Yeah, that's incredible. So yeah, um, I kind of wanted to talk about how like this whole opportunity arose because kind of what caught my eyes, you were smiling like the whole entire fight basically against Marab. So, um, so like, how did you get this opportunity? Was it basically just because you're the champ, or is because you lived in? Vegas? I think it was a little bit. Of, it was a. It was definitely because I had a I had a good winning streak at the mm-hmm. time. I was the world champion at this uh, other company. And then my manager is actually good friends with uh, Sean Shelby, the oh, matchmaker. Right so my manager is really good, connect- like very high, high connected with the UFC. So his opponent dropped out, and luckily my manager was at the right time. Like, mm-hmm. hey, you're a 35er. And he's like, hey, I got one. 
gave me a call. Like, hey, you want to fight? Like, when? Tomorrow. Done. And we that's, just, yeah, I got signed that yeah. quick. That's awesome. I was, yeah, like, it, I had a 20-hour notice. Mm-hmm. And I checked my I was 17 pounds over. Oh, wow. Yeah, so you got a catch weight at 140, right? I was still 17 pounds over. Wow. Yeah. So I, had a, I lost 17 pounds in 20 hours the day before that fight. That's brutal. How how do you even go about doing that? You sweat. You sweat a lot. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You're in such good shape. It's probably just a bunch of water, huh? Yeah, it's majority water. Like, I'm still, like, I'm I'm not, like, my body percentage is not low. Like, I'm not super lean right now, but you're not going to burn any fat right now. Mm -hmm. When you got to eat, you literally dehydrate yourself into you can't do it anymore or the body doesn't give you enough water. Yeah. So. It's bad. Like my body didn't perform the way I, I felt the next day. Like, I felt mm-hmm. good, but yeah. like soon the started, my muscles felt heavy. I was tired. Like I wasn't really in good shape. I thought I was, I was in decent shape enough to keep fighting, but like, I could have been in way better shape. So that's one of the things I've been working on recently. Yeah, for sure. For the next fight, you seem to be in really good shape. I mean, you were like, I mean, the whole fight was basically just grappling, and that takes a lot out of you. At the time, probably I was like at say 50, 50 percent of my potential. Like I was like, yeah, drinking the night, like a couple of nights before that, we were out drinking, having a good time. Like mm-hmm. not thinking, yeah, you want to fight? I'm like, let's do it. Yeah, that's insane. But an opportunity like that, you can't pass it up, though. I, bro, I would have fought anyone on the roster, mm-hmm. thirty-five or at forty-five to get in. Exactly. Yeah. So um, since you were signed since it's like a short notice thing so you're are you basically like on like what does your contract look like is it like a three fight deal or like what was that sorry I could... a four fight deal so oh, I, four fight okay so i have three more fights in my contract and then the whole plan is to keep winning and then get re-signed and right keep going until i retire right on or, so or a title yeah are you eyeballing anybody right now is there anything lined up not really. No, there's nothing. No, no, no lines. No fine. Uh, my manager is in Abu Dhabi right now in the fight island. Mm-hmm. Managing, but so when he gets back, we're gonna start looking into getting somebody in the fight. Right on. Um, I end end of August. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So coming up. Yeah, end of August or uh, early September. Uh, yeah. I just because I, I hear they're gonna fight in Vegas the next. Mm-hmm. The, so I'd be perfect because I'm here. No stress, you know, flying anywhere. I just go beat somebody up and then go home. Exactly. Was there any talks? Did you, um, like, ever? Well, I mean, I guess it was kind of soon that Fight Island happened, like, after your fight. But did you have, was there any talks of maybe stepping in or anything? Since you live Uh, in Vegas, if anybody got COVID? If someone got, if I got the call, there wasn't no talk about it. But Mm -hmm. if it did happen, yeah, I'm, I'm always down to fight. Yeah, that would be insane. I can't even believe the trip that they have to go through and then make weight. And then I can't even imagine how they even did it. And then wake up early in the morning. Like, that's crazy. Fighting like at 3, uh, 3 a.m. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, the main card starts at like 3 a.m. It would be so hard to adjust. You just have to stay, I guess, on your yeah, time zone. Yeah, you stay on our time zone. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. Yeah. That's insane. So, but I want to talk. So, like, in terms of like your fight with Marav or whatever, um, were you 
I mean, obviously you weren't at your like full potential because you had to take the fight on like one day's notice, but were you pretty excited about the fact that you like hung around with a top 15 bantamweight in the world? Like that's insane. I thought we thought we, thought we were going to fuck him up. Yeah. Like, my, going into that fight, like, oh, we're going to fuck this dude up. He is, his wrestling uh, was better than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. But, and it was my fault for trying to go for a guillotine so many times. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish I would have just bit down and kind of just wrestled with them more other than try to go for the guillotine. Because when yeah. you go for the kind of let them take you down with it. Yeah. So if you don't, like, there's one time I almost caught him in the guillotine, but he jumped yeah. over. But if I would have just sat down and wrestled with him when he tried to wrestle me, it would have been a different fight. I can tell that you you weren't, like, phased at all. You're scrambled. You got up to your feet. Like, it didn't matter. You felt, it looked like you belonged. Oh, I definitely belonged. I like because I'm actually a good wrestler. Yeah, I'm like the last three, five, three, four fights of mine been all knockouts. But I'm majority of a wrestler. I'm a, I'm a base of a wrestler base learning how to strike. Like striking. Adam, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, my striking mediocre compared to my wrestling. Mm-hmm. It so. looked good though. I mean, you look like a fluid striker. I mean, like it didn't look like you have a lot of holes at all. Oh. There's so, I, there's so many I got to work on. Yeah. So much to, and it's funny because it is, I have so much to grow. And mm-hmm. even though people say like, oh man, you had a good fight. I'm like, yeah, all right, thank you. No, but yeah. I just, I felt like I could, like me in a full camp is a different story. Mm-hmm, for sure. I mean, for the next one, we've been, we've been going at it for the past four weeks, the UFC PI, mm-hmm. do my conditioning, make sure I, I'm eating right. My nutrition is changed. It's just, I'm excited to the last four weeks when we get more fine tuning everything, making sure I'm like ready to go. For sure. Yeah. So, um, in like, is it, was it more freeing or more stressful taking the fight on short notice? Cause I mean, like it's almost, you had, it was kind of like a win-win in a way. All you had to do, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I, de- I definitely, even though I lost the fight, mm-hmm. I get much from it. Yeah. I, I got, got zero negative feedback about it. And everybody was like, man, you stuck in there. And like, of course, the win was what we want at the end. But mm-hmm. I grew punch and I got signed. Now I, get, now I get all the benefits of being in the UFC. I live in Las Vegas. So it's easier for me to just go down there and just get all the work taken care of. So yeah. it's we're in a good spot right now. It was, that was going to be one of my questions. So how much do you think you can improve based off all the resources that the UFC provides with you, provides you now? So much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, like, s- they, they do so much. They, the way that they do their testing to make sure like you're in shape and then have, they do strength conditioning at the UFC PI. They have a nutritionist that cooks, that makes sure it's what you're supposed to be eating, the vitamins, they cook lunch and dinner for you. And then they got physical therapy in the UFC that they like, they like if your shoulders hurting or something's wrong, they fix you up and then you're ready to go. Yeah. Did you have access to this before you were no. okay? It's was, only for UFC. Yeah. It's only for people that fight for the UFC. Okay. Cool. I go in there before with teammates, mm-hmm. but it's like, it was, everything was based on that, what they needed. So I kind of was a partner to them. But it's different when it's all, like, all the science is based on you. So the, all the workouts are based on your results and your testing. So it's, Yeah. So yeah. You, do you just schedule appointments 
and is yeah. that's just there for you that's amazing yeah. yeah you call him up like hey can i come in for physical therapy i do monday wednesday i do monday wednesday fridays i do strength conditioning monday wednesday fridays and then i do uh another pt on tuesday i'm there like four times four times a week mm-hmm. so is your nutrition do they just do they pre-cook stuff for you or just how does that work yeah, okay they, yeah. they have a chef at the ufc pi that oh wow cooks buddy so is it like a meal prep kind of thing or how does that work yeah kind of okay pretty much they, they just they just feed you the what you need oh, okay got like it we we when you go out and you're cooking your food you're guessing on what you should be eating mm-hmm. and like and like majority of the people do you right but like when they they weigh and do everything for you because i feel like i'm a smart guy but i'm never i was never 100 percent sure on what i should be eating what nutrients and then you don't know if you're if you're low on certain vitamins unless you go get tested so we they they tested my blood my blood and they find out i was low on iron mm-hmm. so we or iron, uh, a supplement iron, and then my so that so iron determines how much energy level you have. Yeah. So if you're low, on, that means you're like you usually have like a low energy. I already had a high energy, and they added more to it to make sure it's right. So I feel even better now. It's right ridiculous. On. So it's something you no, know, unless you go test it. Mm-hmm. So you you went through a bunch of blood tests and everything, then they just tell you what you're going to eat, and then you just kind of. So, because there's so many UFC fighters, though, how do they like differentiate who what they give to each person? Do they just have like a list of like what you have, yeah. like for individually, Gustavo? Like that's sweet. It's pretty simple. Like, and then there's there's vitamins that they give us, like supplements that you know. Sometimes you don't have, you won't get it all through food. You will get it through a sub. Like in the mornings, I have like a bunch of supplements that I take. That's you know multivitamins and just endless amounts. Of things that they provide offer free that like, Hey man, you're part of the UFC is for you. That's amazing. It's just really interesting because I'm like studying nutrition in college right now. So that whole side of it is awesome. But yeah. Um, um, I wanted to ask you about, uh, like the kind of the mental side of fighting. So, you know, I know that there's nothing to like hang your head about in your last fight, but since there's not a very big, like, uh, I mean, since there's you, you, a lot of times you can't have a quick turnaround in fighting since you take so much damage. How do you, um, like, w- what do you prefer doing if you take a loss? Like, how do you deal with that mentally? Do you like to get back in the gym right, gym. right away? In the gym on Monday. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Because, uh, yeah, so teammates of mine had fights coming up, so I went through over there and helped them. Mm-hmm. They made me take a week off, and then I was back in the gym already. Like, there's so many holes that I, that I saw that I need to work on. That I've just been trying to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, how, so you're like friends with all your training partners, obviously. Do you ever find it hard, like um, leveling out, being a friend and like actually fighting one another, like sparring or anything? Not at all. Not at all? No, not at all. Like we're, mm-hmm. we're there to better. And it's yeah. like, like we're not, of course, we're not going to hurt each other, but our pressures and our like technique is going to be on. Awesome. We're trying, I'm, like, you, like you're not going to, you know, try to hurt your teammate or your friend. No, well, you're gonna, yeah. Sure, he's he gets the right look, look that he needs to be ready for his fight coming up. Yeah, I just feel like some it could. I've, I don't. I obviously not like. I feel like sometimes it could get heated. You know what I mean? 
it, we have our arguments here and there. Mm-hmm. You, you punch each other in the face, you kind of you know get a little upset, but yeah, see, like everybody, everybody's oh, where to go? Everybody's here. make each other better. Yeah, exactly. So, do you pretty much keep it tight, or do you bring guys in? Uh, I haven't brought anyone yet. The majority, the majority of my team lives in Las Vegas. Okay, that's cool. So, but if you had like a big training camp, if or if you had like a really, do you basically have everyone that fills all your needs? Like you're, yeah. I mean, you're the. I'm like, if you're in your camp, are you like the wrestling kind of guard? You know what I mean? Like you have like a striker, like since you're using each other. Jim has everybody. Mm-hmm. We, there's so good like fighters and teammates we have. And there's, yeah, there's some people are just better in striking than, than grappling. But the majority of the, our fighters are like world, like they're all well-rounded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. There's Cody Stamen, a bunch of, you know, top at tough dudes that we have in, you know, at, at Extreme Couture. I love Cody Stamen. He's so good. He's a, yeah, he's a dope. He's a really good guy. Yadley just joined our team maybe a year ago. Oh, he's no been, way. He's been great. Wow. Really, really good guy. Great training partner, somebody, somebody, you know, especially you know, he's like I think he's top nine right now in the world. Yeah, he's a beast. It's nice. It's nice to be able to train with a person like that. So be to see where you're at, where you at. Yeah, he had a good fight with Jimmy Rivera. Yeah, but you just took that at a really short notice, mm-hmm. and he fought two weeks before that. Yeah, against a really good guy. Yeah, so Brian Killer. Yeah, he'll be back. Yeah. No, um. So do you have any, do you have anyone that like you kind of have your eyes on? Cause there's this 135 pound division so stacked right now. Is there anybody that kind of interests you at all? Or do you just kind of not care? I really don't care to say the truth. Uh, my manager deals with uh, who I fight. So when he gets back, we'll, we'll talk, we'll sit down with them and see what's the right matchup and what's going to move me up in the division. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, so basically your goal obviously is to just string a few, some wins and eventually fight for the title. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, exactly. The, the end goal for sure is always to become a world champion. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, uh, I wanted to ask you about, uh, um, uh, so like, where do you s- exactly, like, where do you see yourself fitting in? Exactly. So you want to obviously fight at the, like fight the best guy. So, um, would you cause, like? Would it be cool? Would you fight? Is fight like how would it be? How would you feel fighting someone like Sugar Sean O'Malley or someone like that? No, I love it. I yeah. had another guy. We're friends actually. We're managed under the same management. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we probably won't fight unless for a world title because yeah. we're all based on we're, we're our man. We have the same manager. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, have the same I, manager. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, um, do you have like yes. a relate? What's up? Go ahead. Go do you ahead. have like a relationship with like the uppers in the UFC? Like, do you ever talk to them or do you let the UFC yeah. hand, like your manager no. handle everything? Uh, no, like the Sean Shelby and all those guys. Mm-hmm. No, I let my manager deal with them. Like we're, I'm, I know, I know them, but it's not something like, I like, if I see them, I'll say hi, but like business wise, I'll let my manager handle everything. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So I wanted to ask you, because I didn't know that you had offered to wrestle at Stanford. Did you hear about like all their program cuts from coronavirus? Like they cut wrestling and stuff like that's terrible. Horrible, man. Yeah. A lot, 
lot of sports just kind of stopped doing it because of the whole COVID thing. Mm-hmm. It's so tough. It sucks. Yeah. You know, a lot of rely on sports to go to college and then, you know, better their lives. So exactly. right now it's, we're, in a, we're definitely in a hard time right now. No. Yeah. It's really tough. I had, um, a couple of my cousins like wrestled at LSU and it's so it college wrestling is like super fun to watch. I love it. Yeah. And then just like watching like schools like Iowa, like a bunch of my friends, uh, like yep. those guys are just insane. Yeah. Those athletes, like I was never that great. of a, I was a good college wrestler and I was good in high school, but there were so many other wrestlers that were so much better than me. Mm-hmm. I mean, my transition to MMA, I, I feel pretty world-class. But those wrestlers that just wrestle, they're amazing. Yeah. Would you say that wrestling is like the main thing that you need to, I mean, not necessarily that you need, but. It's very helpful. Yeah. It's very helpful to determine like if say you're good at striking, you you don't want to get taken down, you got to stop a takedown. Yeah. If you're good on that's great and all, but you still got to take somebody down. Mm -hmm. The wrestling is like the middle one that you helps you determine where you to control the fight. Do you want it to be standing? Do you want it to be on the ground? You know, it's exactly. Just, you want to be able to dictate the fight, huh? hundred percent. That helps. That helps so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it seems like all the best, especially at the welterweight division, all of those guys that are dominant, they, and even like Habib and stuff, all of those guys are, their wrestling is insane. They can determine where to control the fight. Like mm-hmm. if you're a good striker, that's good and all, but yet you better have a good wrestling take, you know, wrestling takedown defense to be high because eventually someone takes you down, you can't punch somebody off your back. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's crazy to see all these great strikers get like nullified by these guys that are wrestlers. Like it's a different world to tell you the mm-hmm. truth, man. Yeah. Even the biggest guys, you, you know, you put, you put them, you put them on their back. It's kind of, it's a different world. Right. It's because even if, cause like, would you say that you have to kind of start early? Cause I mean, like obviously like Conor McGregor and those guys, they, they, they're both, they're real. They have really good ground games, but like he didn't grow up wrestling, obviously, you know? So do you think it's like harder to pick up? Not really. Uh, look at St. Pierre. He never wrestled. Oh yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. He had one of the best takedowns forever. So like mm-hmm. it just, it determines on who, who you are and how well you learn something. So yeah. It does help starting early, but it doesn't like, oh my God, I can't learn it for, like, you can't learn it. Gonna, it just takes time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can't just like, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, you, you definitely should learn it though. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I had, I, I wrestled a little bit when I was little, but I don't know. I just never got into it. I was more of like the baseball kind of, that kind of hey. route. Did you ever play anything else like in high school? I played soccer and mm-hmm. I golf. You, and what? Golf. I you golf. played golf? Yeah, That's know, awesome. Yeah, Jonah's a big golf guy. Oh, I love golf. Yeah, it's amazing. Do you follow the PGA Tour like, at all? No, I don't, no. I don't follow. Do you still play down in Vegas? Once in a while, some friends will ask me to go play, and we'll, play, we'll go, you know, we'll just go to the, ah, what's it called? the driving range and play a couple holes, but I haven't played in a while. It's nice, though. It's nice to be able to just go out and just being out on the course is fun. Yeah, that's basically all we've been doing. Me and Jonah go out and play golf like like once a week or something. That's basically all you can do, honestly. I mean, besides being at home, it, it just stinks. It's a tough time right now. But yeah. Yes. Um, has it 
uh, I don't really want to ask you a bunch of like Corona questions because they're like obvious, but has it like hindered your training at all? It doesn't seem like it has. Not, not at all. Uh, it did in the beginning, you know, because none of the gyms were open, mm-hmm. but, uh, I have a house and, uh, I luckily have one of the co- one of my coaches living with me where I have a bunch of roommates. So we got to, we, uh, we, we went to the park, did a bunch of main sessions there and I always went on runs and I started mountain biking. So I went out mountain, bi- mountain biking a lot, but now, now that things are kind of open, I do all my, all my MMA training at Extreme Couture. And then I do jujitsu at 10 planet and then do all my strength conditioning at the UFCPI. So things been great. Yeah. That's awesome. I know it's, it's scary though. Cause you don't want stuff to open up to like, so when you're at extreme couture, or when you're at uh, the PI, is it just like you or is there other people there? Cause I feel like, is there a lot of scheduling appointments and stuff? It's only by appointment. So they okay. schedule like my strength and only me. Mm-hmm. And then the next is there. Is the same thing like for your gym? Uh, no, the gym is kind of more. It's kind of like you have your you have your coaches and your teammates, but anyone that goes into the gym get they get they check the temperature, make sure you're not sick. You know, oh, okay. Making sure everybody's safe. Right on. Yeah. Um. So sorry. Like the the Zoom time is probably going to run up uh t- time out soon. So I want to ask you a couple more questions. So you obviously it's sound like you. Wait, what? It just says you. It just said you upgraded us, so I think we can go as long as we want. Oh, for real? Okay. Well, I don't want to take up too too much of his time, but so would you say that you are a main like a UFC fan? Like, is that basically all you follow? Because there's some guys that are they don't they I, besides their division they don't really follow anything else. I'm like I'm. I love the I love the heavyweight division. Mm-hmm. I'm good friends with the Stephen Mioche. Oh yeah, he was on their when their season, when they win Stipe and uh, Cormier, yeah. I think it was 23 and Ultimate Fighter, I was on there as one of the, one of the, I was a translator for one, for Stipe's team and then ended up becoming one of the coaches. Oh, wow. Cool. Was just like, and now I'm friends with the staff and big friends with Stipe. So uh, I'm excited. For, I'm, I love the heavyweight division. Then I, fo- I follow, and then I follow most of all the all the other because teammates of mine fight for the UFC as well. So, yeah. You, no, How do you see the trilogy playing out? Uh, I want Steve to fucking win again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that, the second fight was crazy. I thought it was DC for sure, but then those body shots—that was crazy. That like it's so cliche, but those that mid fight adjustment was pretty insane. It was, and you know, I feel like the first fight. Cormier is a, is a strong guy, so one good punch, you know, changes the game. But you, sh- it's showed in the, in the second fight. If it goes long, Steep has, a, I think, has a better better chance of winning. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the fights yesterday at all? Uh, some of them, yeah. What did you? Uh, yeah, I know the uh, the the main event was pretty insane. Yes, it was. I it liked was it. I I was I honest I was scared at first because I didn't know how Robert Whitaker was gonna like. I th- he looked a little like not rusty, but I feel like I don't know. I I thought Darren Till could have took it at the beginning with that elbow or whatever. I was scared for a second. He looked rocked. But Whitaker kind of stepped it up at the mm-hmm. end for sure. You can tell the explosiveness difference between Robert and Darren. But yeah. Um. So just I want to ask one more question. So in your debut, you're in, in this like crazy time right now, you're seeing a bunch of really good guys making their debuts. So do you think that 
obviously there's really good fighters in other organizations, but do you think the gap between them isn't as far off as people may think? Cause obviously people think of the UFC being like the pinnacle of the sport, you know, do you think that guys in other divisions are like right there, right there too? For sure. There's a, mm-hmm. there's a bunch of fighters that I know that are super good. That yeah. haven't been, but I also know there's a bunch of fighters that are signed that mm-hmm. they're like, I would, I would destroy. Mm-hmm. So, being in the UFC, yes, is the pinnacle of where you want to be. But, like, there's great fighters everywhere. Yeah. There's a, I have a bunch of friends that fight for one FC, Bellator, and they're they're up there. Like, if it was an all, like, free-for-all, it'd be, you would, you would, like, there'd be people in, like, small shows that could beat people in the UFC. For sure. The thing about the UFC is now, with all that they provide, I feel like the UFC fighters got, got a niche over everybody. Yeah. Do you think that there could ever be inter-promotional bouts or anything? No, I don't think so. I don't, I don't, I don't see the UFC doing that because mm-hmm. it's they're they're so big. Like there's no like it'd be different if it was like if they were the same. Yeah. You go ahead of everybody. You know. No, nothing to gain from it, probably. Yeah. Nothing to gain from it. Mm-hmm. Do do you think that with like the growing talent, because obviously MMA has become like a huge thing, like worldwide. Do you ever see? I mean, obviously it's kind of hard to tell the future, but do you ever think that with the amount of talent that's rising up, do you think that there could ever be a promotion that maybe rivals the UFC or anything? No, no, because like realize the culture now. People don't ask if you do MMA. Mm -hmm. People ask, "Oh, you do UFC?" Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, so it's like, and when you when you say like, oh, you fight for Bellator or for Combat America, so fight for like people are like, huh? They might know it, but even someone that doesn't know MMA know what the UFC is. Yeah, exactly. People just say like, do you watch UFC? They don't really say, do you watch Bellator or anything? You know what I mean? Unless someone more specific into it, but if you get like a brand new, like some parents or anybody Mm -hmm. that. Into the sport, like oh, you you UFC, and I'm like, you always gotta. Before I always had to explain. (laughs) There's a Combat Americas. I'm the Mm -hmm. world champion. Yeah, and like it's a it's a new. It's not the UFC. It's a different promotion. They're just as good, but just not. You know, now like that's one of the best things about it. Now when people ask me, oh, you UFC, like yeah, (laughs) that's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank you so much for doing this. I didn't want to take up too much of your time, but this was awesome. And like, I was super impressed with your fight. I think you're really good. And uh, I wish you like nothing but the best for like your in your future bout. But yeah, thank you so much for doing this. No worries. Thank you.